Welcome back to Kings of the North. So happy that you've joined us again for this week. Um, this I'm Rob with an H. Let me introduce our esteemed yes. panel. Professor Pigskin is here with us. Eight and two, baby. Keep on counting those W's. Obviously, his ego is tied to the Vikings record. 100%. Also here with the beefcake. <sighs> oh, man. Jeez. Just had to take a big, long nap after that hangover yesterday. Yeah. What's uh, What's been going on? <laughs> should be used to it by now. You should have a ton of hangover cures by now that you've experimented with, trial and error, after so many opportunities. Beefcakes, you know, classic recipe, patented, <laughs> tried and true. Nice. And one of the things that I love about this show is that we've gotten to meet a whole cast of characters um, that have brought new insights, brought new stories, um, and this week is no different. This week... We welcome a new guest, the Sackmaster. Hey, how's it going, everyone? So happy to have you this week, Sackmaster, if I may be informal with you. Um, <laughs> so let's get to know you a little bit, Sackmaster. Um, tell us, first of all, you need to tell us who you root for, because that needs to be brought out right out of the bat. Um because that's how we're going to judge you from here on out. I am actually a Packer fan. Uh, yes, fantastic. God damn it. I was born into it. And then also, too, back in the day, I went and visited Mankato for a Vikings training camp. Ooh, that sucks. That's nice. <laughs> that's yeah. nice there. You know, at that important age where you're, like, determining your team, like, Very six, impressionable, yeah. Yeah. I went up to Chris Carter and asked for his autograph, and he told me to beat it. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> All he does is catch touchdowns and turn down yeah. kids. Break kids' hearts. <laughs> you know, I, I think Chris Carter had good instincts. He, he saw the green mold in you and he it, knew better. It's a reflection of what uh, Mean Joe Green would have actually done in that commercial. <laughs> yeah, if there's no money in it for you, I mean, he's not doing it. All right. he, he was a veteran by then. So um, That so was the event that turned you to a Packers fan, huh? It was, yes. I had some family, too, that were Packer fans. All but, right. I mean, that was, like, you know, at that age where you're determining, like, who you love. And, mm-hmm. sure. I mean, my heart was just broken. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's rough. And so now that's it's – and now everything is just hardened into cement and there's no changing it. Oh, there's no going back. Wow. Okay. Well. No! Well, damn you, Chris no! Carter. <laughs> All right. You broke, this, you broke this kid's heart. Well – Sackmaster, you aren't entirely new to the podcast. I mean, it was the first episode, but uh, you're very familiar to us all. Uh, particularly, you and I go go way back. I think we met for the first time in fifth grade. Is that correct? Yeah, we met in fifth grade. We were playing football on the, um, you know, little, playground parking lot. Top football. And yeah, this tall, lanky kid from North Dakota caught a touchdown. Like, proceeded to run around the parking lot, hands raised to the sky. So hey. wait, Professor's not even from Minnesota. I mean, he's a fraud. Wow! Oh. Breaking, hey, new, breaking news! Breaking news! Hey, you know what? Um, Minnesota is most. Uh, the Vikings have a, a large reach, you know, and a lot of great fans in a lot of great states, and North Dakota is one of those amazing states that knows that, you know, the Vikings are the best team in the world. Yeah, I would count North Dakota as Vikings territory. I mean, it's kind of Denver territory, Denver, too, a yeah, little bit. Denver Vikings. And everywhere is, like, Cowboys territory, but anyway, well, yeah, I don't know we digress. Uh, Sackmaster is here in the show. Why do we call, why do we call you Sackmaster? 
Um, back in the day, my freshman year of high school. Hell yeah. I got a sack in a varsity football game. What's up? I was not a pervert. It's not <laughs> due to me being, like, you know, all about the sack. Although. Although, <laughs> although like, some people might think that. So, so unlike chad from oshkosh you were actually able to <laughs> keep your acl intact and uh actually record a sack in a varsity football game that's oh. that's really that's really nice that's good job oh yeah i ended up being the all-time fumble recovery leader for my high school <laughs> wow. oh hell yeah, yeah that's right that's Part right history uh, lp football i don't think chad is- from oshkosh ever recorded a statistic in a football game. No, he's had five carries with five injuries. <laughs> five carries for five girls. I think it was six injuries, actually. One play got injured twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a total of minus one yard. He tripped on the squirrel leaving the field. Sack Master would destroy Chad Hermashkosh. If they were on the field at the same time, he would yeah. just get fucked up. You're talking to someone who was a fourth-string linebacker for the – Two and six St. Thomas Tommies. That's in right, 2007. baby. Hey, man, nobody like the Green Bay Packers knows what those fourth string linebackers can do. We, we, <laughs> we live off those guys. Exactly, man. Wow. Oh, well, man. it's a match made in heaven here with Sackmaster. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, well, let's start off as we, as we do with the water cooler. Uh, and this week, um, we're going to go around the NFC North. This week, we're going to start with, uh, with Green Bay. We're going to start at Lambeau. Where they hosted the Baltimore Ravens, um, I'm not going to say much more than that. I'm going to just give it to you, uh, Beefcake, and hopefully this will be therapeutic for you. Well, we're going to put some uh, mood music over this one, I believe. And uh, Packers offense decided to stay in the locker room on Sunday, while the defense put on a stout, incredible, fantastic effort. Unfortunately, this just in: uh, points are needed to win a football game. And the Packers, unfortunately, did not get any of them. Uh, if turnovers counted, it would have been a Green Bay blowout, but Brett Hundley was scared <laughs> stiff as the winds of winter actually came. The Ravens brought messages all across the land, letting us know that winter has officially arrived. Green Bay, Green Bay packed it in back, back, back into the locker room. Ravens 23, Packers 0. Uh, that was very somber. Is um let's t- let's just talk about we're not gonna get into the X's and O's. Okay. It's just one of those games so, that you classify as just one of those is, weeks. Well, or is this part of a bigger problem? Here's the here's the thing. I was I was at the game. Uh, my family and I took a trip over to Green Bay. And, you think uh, that influenced? The I think. Well, here's the thing. I sat <laughs> in different seats than I normally Ooh, sit in, and I ass. think that's what what really what was the issue. Yeah, well, that's your fault. I, it was a cool. I was I was up in the actually the new upper deck oh. area where they actually have backs to the seat oh. and i was very uncomfortable first of all they, yeah. they felt horrible too much support um and uh i i noticed you know i had this really great really actually a really good um view f- of the first interception in the end zone of brett hunley and as soon as i saw that and i saw like how it was right in front of me i was just like this is this is gonna be the day isn't it so this must have been very disappointing for you i mean what's um let's talk about what's your record when you go to a game at Lambeau, ooh, that's a good question. Do you know what the record um, is? I'd have to quick. You know, I'm gonna let the sack master talk a little bit about the game while I kind of come up with that really quick here. Okay, do the favor, okay. sack master. As a Green Bay fan, give us your impressions of Sunday's loss. 
At least we're not Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's come to this. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm very depressed. But it'll be okay, you know? Like, we're going, we're a second-half team. We'll pull out of it. I mean, we all, we all know the story. The Vikings are high and mighty early in the season, and it all comes crashing down, and we'd win the division. So it's just going to go like that again. Let, let me ask this. At what point – let's say the Vikings continue to play – to play well. At what point in the year do you start thinking like, "Whoa, this could actually be for real"? Start admitting it to yourselves. That's just not going to happen. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're gonna, it's gonna. <laughs> I, I completely agree. The moment that they win the Super Bowl, you're going to assume they're going to choke it away. Oh Is yeah, that your mindset. No, that that you got to understand. Living in Minnesota, like we both have, and when watching the Vikings for this long, it's in completely ingrained and and even professors i'm sure will tell you the exact same thing it's completely ingrained that you just know that the vikings are gonna there's gonna be a fumble or a kick or something that is just gonna destroy it it's coaching coaching you know um you know Uh, intangibles cheating cheating Cheating. yeah whatever it is it's gonna happen though um but Rob, well, sorry, I, I just popped back in. I, I ran the saber metrics on my record at. I, I guess Field. I've always just been fascinated by when two fan bases hate each other. They're sort of like two like grade schoolers, and they just won't give in or admit anything to each it, other. It's like, like it's right. Nintendo versus Sega. This and is the age-old like argument. At, at what point do you can you give any ground? And I'm always just sort of fascinated by the like. At what point will one of you guys. I, I still don't give the Packers credit for their last Super Bowl win. I still don't. I won't. And I refuse to. They win the Super Bowl and you still won't give I've talked credit. about the, the, that huge asterisk that belongs next to that title on this podcast before. It was bogus and. It should be I, voided. I don't need to go guess, for, quite frankly. Voided? Taken away from him? Quite frankly, yes. Lost to history. Okay. We'll go back to that Murray Lane one day and maybe I'll, I'll really focus on the nitty gritty. So I assume this is a week that the two of you just want to look past and. Uh, and just, you know, erase from your minds. That is correct. You know, with I'm, alcohol, I I'm, assume for I'm, beef I've already well, I've already erased it from my mind, but I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna burn the tape on this because there was some really good stuff that uh oh. did come through by the okay. defense and that actually segues nicely into my beefcakes badass award. Way to segue yourself. Right. Um Hard to I'm, find a badass in them. There, uh, you know, being I was bad. there, I was able to see the all twenty two with my own two eyes. Um, you know, really like dig in. Or something? Is that oh, the... well, it looked like 44 of them, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give my badass award, though, to rookie linebacker Vince Beagle. Uh, that's right. The Wisconsin Badger from hell is starting to show up on the field. Oh, boy. Um, it's only his second game that he's been playing in, uh, or maybe third, second or third game. But he was a force along with the rest of the Green Bay front seven. Constantly in the backfield making tackles for losses. He only got a half sack, but again, as the stat sheet will not show you, is the amount of pressure and uh, determination he had uh, getting after the quarterback. And um, he was a big factor uh, in Green Bay's defense for the most part, shutting down the Ravens' offense. Okay, well that's uh, that's good that you were able to find a ray of sunshine um, in such a dreary loss. Um, now let me ask you this: Do you have somebody to put? In your doghouse. You bet your ass. Who are I you going to choose? Well, it was Where do you t- start? <laughs> it was a tough one this time, but if there's one player that stunk above the others, it had to be Devontae Mays. He's a rookie running back, seventh-round pick. 
Uh, he had two touches in the game, both of which resulted in fumbles. So it's a little—it's <laughs> it's pretty tough to to get worse than that. So uh, they recovered the second, but at that point it was far too late in the game anyway. So um, he's gonna he's gonna get more more calls next week, but uh, you this week back. you got to earn the trust. And right now he's sitting outside in the doghouse. All right, in the, that cold doghouse. All right. Oof. Well, let's uh, let's just move past that loss, shall we? I'm not sure that the professor is willing to move past it. I'm sure oh, he probably wants to revel in it. I, it's kind of that, just par for the course at this point. With that, let's just segue over to, uh, to I would say, the most impressive win of the season. I mean, they're all impressive, but this one was very impressive. And let's talk about it a little bit because, Rob, the Vikings turned U.S. Bank Stadium into a slaughterhouse this Sunday as the Los Angeles Lambs came to visit but left as lamb chops. While the game was close in the first half, it was backup safety Anthony Harris filling in for Andrew the Rocket Man Sandejo, who forced and recovered a fumble on the one-yard line, thus ending any chances of scoring quicker than the time Beefcake discovered that his prom date was a Mormon. In the second <laughs> half, the Vikings' offense was feeling good, as Case Race Keenum found Adam more than a feeling in the flat, who promptly turned, uh, who promptly made one man miss, whoop, and tapped. And to the uh, tapped into his moth-like speed on the way to the 40, to the 30, and he's loose to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Vikings. With the Lambs star running back, 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 back. Todd runs like a girly, neutered, and Jared, what a jerk-off, uh, showing his youth. It was a bloodbath as the Vikings' elite defense held the league's best offense to a measly seven points. While Zimmer's boys pillaged their way to a robust 24 and an easy victory over... One of the few teams in the NFL capable of challenging the Vikings. The road to the Super Bowl just got a little clearer. <laughs> Rob, have you ever been more annoyed by the professor in your life than um, these last couple every weeks? Every week he keeps setting a new bar. Yeah, and we barely enjoy this. the episode he's already But enjoy Moss. this. Enjoy this because you know Randy Moss. it's going to crash down so quickly, uh, so enjoy it. We know the story. I mean, uh, it happens every year. That's what you guys keep telling yourselves. <laughs> well, and there's history. There's there analytic is. trends. Uh, there is. Here's what I'll say is people hate greatness, and the fact that they're hating the Vikings just further solidifies our greatness. It was all the time zone change. <laughs> they're from California. It's a West Coast trip. Yeah, it was early in the morning for them. You're, you're not wrong about that. Yep, that's that's true. Um, it was impressive. Mm. Um this is a team that you potentially could see in the playoffs. No. Um, the, the how many games did they win last year? They're frauds. Huh? I do like how all the teams, quote unquote, in the NFC in the playoffs, um, were not in the playoffs this year. I think except for maybe one. So, uh, and there's a lot of guys, There's a lot of teams right outside the playoffs that are gonna sneak in here. I think we know that. Well, here's what I'll say. You keep telling yourself that it, it, it was impressive. Kick. It was impressive, Rob, with an H. But actually, the score was actually closer than the game actually was. The game was even more of a blowout than the score indicated, thanks to the two missed field goals by um, by uh, Kai Forbath, which I have to say is my dunce cap goes to Kai Forbath, because uh, instead of Kai Forbath, name for him, it's more like Kai Foreboding. Yes. Uh, because those Ask missed kicks are scary. I mean, if we're talking about Vikings history and like. Um, great, great segue, by the way. Like, you set it up for me instead of setting it up for himself like the beefcake. What a terrible, terrible host. We should fire him. Shooter's got to shoot, baby. 
right. as like a student of history like I am, uh, I've seen that the Vikings have lost playoff games because of kickers, and so Kai Forbath's two missed kicks was a little uh, foreboding. The cracks but, are starting to show. But you know what? It's okay because the Vikings the Vikings are pretty amazing, and they're just winning games. They're blowing teams out. Um, I want to talk about Adam Thielen for a bit. Proceed. And here's the thing. I'm not a homer, okay? I call I call the shots clearly. So I'm not going to come here and tell you that Adam, that oh Adam Thielen is the best wide receiver in the NFL because I'm not a homer, okay? <laughs> Antonio Brown is the best wide receiver in the NFL, not Adam Thielen. Okay. He's also Adam the best Thielen, fantasy wide he's receiver, just proven I believe. He's not a homer. Adam Thielen is just the second best wide receiver in the NFL. All wow. Right? Okay. And it's just really fun to watch him play and dominate on the field, okay? So Adam Thielen hurts you, dude. Yeah, and you... The whole local aspect is really what makes it for One you. of us. One of us. Detroit yeah. Lakes, Minnesota. Let's go. Okay, let me just uh, let me ask one question of you then, Professor. Another solid start for Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like there's a certain point in the season where if they're going to bring back Teddy, which they have pledged to do. Pledged. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't make sense to bring it's him back down. like week 16 or 17 or something, right? And you want to give him some time to, you know, get a little bit of his, you know, get his feet beneath him. Is I there mean, a certain point where you just have to roll with Case into the into the playoffs? I mean, Case played well. He played well on Sunday. He had a couple of balls that could have been thrown a little better, but he played very well. Uh, he's going to start against Detroit, and frankly, if he keeps playing good, it's kind of hard to pull the trigger. It's kind of hard. So you would just stick with Case if he keeps playing well. I mean, I think Teddy has a high, high, higher ceiling, but like to win a starting job, he has to prove in practice that he's like clearly head and shoulders better, and I think that's kind of hard to do. So it's kind of his job to lose at this point. Let's say that week seventeen they're playing, and let's let's say that they're playing, and it has some consequence to it. Sure. And Case Against Keenum plays half? terribly. Well. Do you keep rolling with him? Or let's say the last two games of the season, he plays terribly. What's your threshold? I mean, before you start demanding a quarterback change. I mean, which has been basically not promised, but I mean, Zimmer's been clear. It's implied. I. This is hard because you know Ted's my boy. I, I heart that dude, and I think he ha- he can be a better quarterback than Case. Case but like becoming your new boy. Ooh. He, he's a controversy changing he, of the guard much like this hams he has case racing his way into my heart <laughs> and my liver so this is funny as we record this we're gathered around a case of <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um check our uh, check our social media for the content it's, it's, it'll be there Absolutely. Uh, quality content you know what these Not are hard really. questions and the hypotheticals are tough this case is playing great and Let's, let's keep on balling, you know. And so you're just going to dodge the question, then. Yeah, yeah. Let's just be clear. And here's what yeah, I'm going to say: he's going to dodge the question Ad- like uh, the kicker dodges the field goals. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> more like Adam Thielen dodges the defenders on his way to a 65-yard touchdown. Baby, touche. Uh, I also want to point out quickly that the Vikings already have beaten two potential playoff teams in the Saints and Rams, mm-hmm. and they're going to play the Panthers and the Falcons on the road in the next three weeks and likely win those games. Well, um, I, I think we're going to learn a lot about the Vikings So the next couple basically weeks. the only team in the NFC worth worrying about is the Eagles, and like Carson Wentz, is, is he's going to die soon. Like The Eagles are as cursed as we are, okay? That's the thing. The Eagles are as cursed as the Vikings are. So if it's the Vikings and Eagles NFC, NFC Championship game, Somebody's going down. That's a 50-50 coin flip, you know? <laughs> like, we're both going to be cursed by the gods. That's a 50-50 coin It'll flip. It'll come down to the coin flip in overtime. Yeah, like, let's they'll go. Play all, they'll play five quarters. I, I like those they'll odds. They'll play five quarters let's of go. overtime, and then 
and then come to a. I like those flip. odds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. The tie to go to the Super Bowl. I like between those they have to merge odds. the teams against the against the Patriots. And we still probably lose. God damn it. Well, <laughs> we're gonna. Tom Brady. I mean, I certainly feel like you're you're the kind of guy who, until it happens, you're gonna assume that the Vikings are gonna fail. Although you're putting on a lot of bravado. Yes. And you're entitled to do that because yes. the Vikings are winning. Yes. But deep down, there's an insecurity. Actually, uh, not that deep down. No, it's, it's pretty shallow. Um, I, Just like you. Journey before destination. And I'm really enjoying the journey, and I'm going to keep on enjoying it until it ends. But you are a history professor. Yes. You listening know how to goes. a lot of journeys. Well. I, I have studied history, the SAC master. That is correct. And my history, in the Vikings' history, is filled with turmoil. <laughs> Which is why I know that Covered in turmoil. You, enjoy, you enjoy the small moments as much as you can. And yeah. that's what I'm doing now. Absolutely. You're reveling in the success while it lasts. And you can tell that his mental fortitude is just shit. I love me. regular season wins. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the best. You learned a little yeah. So did Peyton Manning. That's right. <laughs> Even he had some postseason success. Yeah. All, All right. right. Um, let's talk about um, the Lions and the Bears. Oh, my. They played? Um, they did play. Oh, weird. Oh, oh. The Lions what? kept pace. Psh, for now. Yeah, I mean they're. Yeah, you have to acknowledge that the other the other team the, that falls flat on its face at the end of the season. Everyone's beating up on the Bears now. Yeah, the, um, it's embarrassing. So. Yep, even the Packers beat up on the Bears. Can I get a quick teacher's pet award out? You may. No. All right. You may. <laughs> no. Yeah. You didn't think of any cool segue to get in your yeah, teacher's I pet didn't. award. I just asked for. So it he like doesn't a, deserve like it. No, move on. <laughs> no, let's give it to him. Um, you he what, deserves it. You know what? Here's your segue. The bar for segues is raised very high, and I didn't meet it. Uh, and speaking of the bar, I want to give my teacher's pet award to Anthony Barr. Ah. There's your segue, you son of a bitch. Cheater. Well Notable cheater. Confirmed <laughs> um, by the professor. Well, you know what? That made the segue even better right there. Uh, because I don't want to give him the teacher's pet award, not just for his dominant play on the field, which is dominant, uh, but his Twitter game right now is real strong. Right now, like, there's a lot of salty, crybaby Green Bay Packers fans who tweet him every week, every day. It's like, yeah, you're a cheap shot artist. You heard Green Bay. You he heard is. Aaron Rodgers. Hey. <laughs> we all know uh, it. And all he does is he retweets these classless. Barr just takes these, like, these tweets from these classless backwater hicks and just retweets them and lets their own words. He doesn't say anything. He just retweets them and lets their own words incriminate themselves. And his Twitter game is so strong right now, just like his on-the-field game. He's incredible. you got to follow Anthony Barr on the field and on Twitter. He's amazing. Wow. So now you've moved to not only critiquing on the field but onto social media. It's just when, when every player on the team is playing perfect all the time, it's, you have to find like a, the, the difference. social media is clicking. So see, social media has to be the tiebreaker. His defense him. on social media is see, it's amazing. This is where the professor and I have a very philosophical difference. In it. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he grades players from what they do over all aspects, whereas uh, the sack master and I, we, we grade players on the field only what's on the field because that's all that really matters. Yeah, when your all-time idol is like a, a pill addict, you have to ignore the off-the-field stuff. <laughs> does it? Does it show? Okay, tell me this: Does that show up on the stat sheet? Nope. True. Can't ignore that. <laughs> it's a big zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. So you gave out your teacher's pet award. That's right. And I, 
And the Kaya Forbath won the um, Dunce Cap Award. Well, so I'm feeling all thirsty first. here, Rob. Yeah. yeah, I'm feeling thirsty too. So yeah. um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to venture to the local neighborhood bar. Stay with us on Kings of the North. We're back on Kings of the North. Thanks so much for coming back with us. I hope you're celebrating. hope you're cracking open a beer wherever you are. God knows we are. Cold refreshing. Delicious. Fills you up, never lets you down. (laughs) All right. Speaking of that, our favorite segment, dare I say it, we're going to go to the bar now. This is where we're really in our element. Thank God. This is where we get... This is where we get most of our best thinking done, mm-hmm. let's say. We're ponied up to the bar. Our only thinking, maybe. All right, so this week we've got three three esteemed gentlemen ponying up to the bar. And uh, we're going to start up. off with, uh, we're going to be we're gonna be good hosts and start with our guest, Sackmaster. Uh, you're going to get the first drink of the night. Okay. Well, my first drink of the night is a Julius IPA from Treehouse Brewing. Going to Brett Hunley. Oh, okay. Let's go, Brett. This is a orange IPA. It's very good. And I feel like it's just needed for Brett Hunley because, like, right now, he's having some trouble. Like, he's been in Mike McCarthy's system for a while. Right. And we all know, like, being in Mike McCarthy's system, offensive genius for that long, (laughs) he has the arm talent, too. Like, he should already be having success. So it's obviously just his vision. That's oh, his, sh- <laughs> that's I love pro- it. That's his problem. So I feel like having an orange citra hop IPA would give him like a placebo effect <laughs> and help out his vision. <laughs> and he will see the field clearly and now make good decisions. I, yeah. I, as a heavy drinker myself, I, I have to agree. That drinking can only help him see better. It, it can't hurt. That's for sure. No, Something's there's no change. There's no way drinking it could hurt. <laughs> so change. he might as well try it. Something's got to change. All right. Well, hopefully that uh, that does the trick. All right. We're gonna move on to beefcake. What's your first drink? You know, I'm also gonna get a little drink for Brad Hunley. Uh, I'm gonna give him a something Brad a little. Hunley's getting drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give him something. Uh, both uh, the professor and uh, Rob and I are very. Uh, we, we know well. I'm going to get him a prairie fire. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, boy. We have a primetime wow. game this week in Pittsburgh under the lights Sunday night. Primetime. And it's time to light, it's time to light a fire in uh, Brett Hundley's stomach. Uh, it was a horrible fire. performance this week. We all know that. Uh, but what truly matters is how you follow it up. You show the grit. When it really matters, Sunday night under the lights with the whole world watching, light a fire and light them up. I feel yeah. like orange is probably better for him right now. <laughs> he needs to be calm. Uh, maybe he uses that as a chaser. Prairie <laughs> fires will get you calm, trust me, real quick. Yeah, that'll calm the nerves. One of those two has got to help, right? Why not both? Yeah, just mix them together. Why right? not both? Oh, sure, yeah. If there's one thing I've learned as a heavy drinker, it's that mixing your drinks is always a good idea. Smart. The phrase le- is less is more, but in this case, I think more is more. I agree. Yeah. Professor, more is more. What's your first drink this well, week? Well... Those two both gave a drink to the NFC North's worst quarterback. I'm going to send one to the NFC North's best quarterback, the Case Race himself. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to get him a, get him a beer, um, a balls-to-the-walls beer, because uh, you may have heard this 
this today in the interview, Mike Zimmer said, you know, about Case that what he likes about him is that he's got like a big set of balls. You know, he's not afraid to throw the ball around. Uh, he's not afraid to make big plays. And um, isn't that his job? <laughs> yes, and he's good at it. <laughs> uh, and and so you know, balls to the wall for the big bald uh, Case race Keenum. And a couple of things about this. I didn't realize wait, wait, he bald. Was- B-A-L-L-E-D? No, balls. E-D? Balls. I'm pretty sure he said big bald. No, big balls. Like an adjective. He's the big ballsed. Ballsed? Sure. We'll go I with ballsed. I thought you were talking about Brad Childers for a second. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> oh, the bald eagle. Low blow. Low Damn. blow. Oh, man. Oh. Um, Move on. So, anyway, and plus, he said what he likes about him is not afraid to make big throws, which means Case Keenum is now officially a gunslinger. <laughs> What? Yes. Oh Gunslinger Case Race Keenum. You think that's anointed by the Big coach? giant balls. I cannot wait to see him do, as Rob called for, not a few, but a few weeks ago, for some NFL players to start doing the big balls dance. Case Race sure. Keenum, the perfect candidate. It isn't, you're, you're not officially a big baller, or um, excuse me, a gunslinger, if you will, until you've thrown more interceptions in a game than you have touchdowns. That's part of being a gunslinger. I'm, I'm sure in his history marks. he's done it at some point. Not, when, as a Viking. not with the Viking, though. Well, that's so. because his receivers are so good. Well, he's got to start throwing to inferior receivers <laughs> if he's going to be a gunslinger. There aren't any. He can't find them. They're all great. Wow. Well, that's quite a problem to have. That's where you throw to the other jersey. Yeah? Uh, well, you should talk to Brett Huntley then. <laughs> he could mentor him. All right. Let's move on to uh, Sackmaster. What's your second drink? Um, my second drink is actually for Adam Thielen. Ooh. It is yeah. Ooh. <laughs> born in the land of having. the sky blue waters. Delicious. It's a quality beer. I mean, maybe not like top shelf, but like sure. he's helping me win money right now in fantasy. I can't be too oh. bad at him. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like let's go with that. All right, I'll give you a fist bump to that. Let's yeah. go. Have we moved to that point in the season where you're willing to be happy about a Vikings player prospering because of fantasy? If well, it was a close, if the Packers were closer in the division, if they were more in the race, would you have more venom towards a guy like Adam Thielen? Well, we all know the Vikings are going to fall off, but as long oh, as he produces, okay. like I'm cool with it. He all did, right, he so did. that's that's the assumption though, is this that they're going to fall off? You have that no. such confidence. That's your asterisk. Like I started Thielen in Week 16 last year, a game I went to at Lambeau Field, and what he up? had like 200 yards in garbage time, which is pretty much <laughs> all of his yards right now. Oh. I, was, I was at that game oh. too. It was fun. Wow. Um, so I also he's I, a numbers I, guy, but I, not. We'll see if he double, actually produces. I want to double down on this, too, because I like the idea that Adam Thielen is doing well in fantasy, especially since uh, Professor started him against me this week. Oh, no. And uh, how, mu- how much did you lose by Professor? I don't remember. Exactly. Wow. It Conveniently was... blocked that out of his memory. Less said, the better. I think I think he's speechless, finally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The irony of you like celebrating your amazing – Regular season for your fantasy league, when you know you're going to collapse in the playoffs, much like the Vikings have in the past, but will not this year. He concedes that. I'll give it. I'll the say irony this. is delicious. This is my. This is the most wouldn't I you felt like want, a Vikings fan. Wouldn't in you my want the beefcake to win in fantasy then to confound the expectations? Yeah, I purposely lost to him actually. <laughs> he took the. He took a forfeit. <laughs> I, I told my players took a like, dive. take it easy this week. You know, just take a knee at the one. Don't don't score the touchdown and yeah, yeah, boost yeah. his confidence. <laughs> All right, 
All right, Beefcake, get your second drink. All right, Rob. My second drink, um, I'm going to get a little cocktail for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, the Packers are playing this week. I'm going to get them a flytrap cocktail. Um, this is a cocktail <laughs> of delicious. orange liqueur, tea vodka, Jeez. sour mix, and lemon-lime soda. Yeah, I okay. feel like you'd, nice. you'd be really into that. Yeah. Yes, I would. Um, I'd drink that. So Pittsburgh is coming off possibly its best You're game of the season, so. right? They uh, they just blew out Tennessee uh, on Thursday night, and it's best probably their best game of the season, and that means that this is going to be a classic trap game for them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, a tra- it's a trap. There are if there's one team that plays down to their opponents, uh, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Green Bay is going to have such extra motivation Sunday night that uh, I think, yeah, we'll give them a, a fly trap cocktail. <laughs> You're going to catch them off guard. That kind of sounds like you might get your thing caught. Ooh. 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 <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh. Well, Big Ben's very good at that, I'm sure. Oh, uh, no. The professor. Oh. Uh, Fuck no, you, Big Ben. The, the beefcake only, uh, he only uses the button up. I did actually this weekend. I was wearing yeah. these like green the and gold. Lace, I was wearing these lace. green and gold uh, overalls, and I just had my fly completely undone underneath it. So it was sure. just buttons to get it in. Smart. It was great. It was sure. really so efficient. Let me tell you. Yeah, but he would never be caught with something as simple as a zipper. <laughs> Please, not at not a football game. Stylish. <laughs> not a football game. <laughs> oh All right, uh, Professor Pigskin, your second drink. All right, I have a second drink. I'm getting some wild turkey. And I know we just ordered that not that long Again? ago. Because of uh, turkey hole John Gruden. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to order some wild turkey for the Detroit Lions. All Everyone on the Detroit Lions roster. And um, here's why. And first off, for this to work, I'm just going to pretend that John Madden is back at the game handing out turkey legs after uh, to the winning team. And we're going to give the wild turkey to Detroit because they have a 0% chance of tasting those turkey legs. So they're going to lose on Thursday to the Vikings on Thanksgiving. And the only thing they'll have to be thankful for is the fact that Anthony Barr did not break their shoulder blade. Although a few of them probably will have, let's be honest. Collarbone. Whatever. Whatever really weak bone that Rodgers has that broke, they'll be thankful that theirs wasn't broken too. Uh, so some wild turkey to the Detroit Lions. Their only taste of turkey on the day. Wow. Where's the duck? <laughs> uh, pass. <laughs> yeah. All right. I do miss that from Madden. I miss it was the, it was the best. It was so cool. To, uh, I always remember I always remember rookie Randy Moss. Three you know, after his three catch, three touchdown have. game, getting a turkey leg on national TV. Little turducken. Yes. It's I fantastic. Threw up that night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Zach sick. Master was uh, already wasted at the age of like eleven. <laughs> wow, not Man. not that not uncommon at all for Wisconsin. No, no, his, the, for especially the, for they Packer put whiskey fans. in the bottle. <laughs> all right, this week we're just gonna stick with three drinks. Um, last week they warned us that if we that if we got too wild again, they were gonna stop serving to us. Yeah, and so we gotta stick to three drinks this week. Uh, so, final drink, Sackmaster. What are you ordering? All right. Well, this is going to be a drink for the Detroit Lions Ooh. also. Mm. They're going to waste and, it. Yeah. So, I know I'm probably only going to be on the show like one week. So, they're going to have this drink every week for the rest <laughs> of the year. That's generous. <laughs> That's incredibly generous, Sackmaster. 
So I want them to have some nice, like, low-shelf Silver Wolf vodka. Ooh. Throw them off their game. Yo, that's good stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, like, so here's the deal. Like, I know I'll help them out this week. Sure. But the rest of the season, like, I want them to suck. Like, I mean, I know, like, people root for Detroit, like, the mm. national pundits, because it's like, you know, oh, yeah. man, they've never been good. But, like, sure, sure. as, like, an NFC North fan, like, I kind of like it when they suck. You know, God. like, there's a there's a sense of normality to it, you know. And, and I like that a lot because it's like they'll get real drunk off it right away and do really well this week and then, like, slowly fade away kind of thing. Yeah, like, them winning a division, like, Ugh. even the idea of being in Ugh. contention, it's like the Great Gatsby or, like, Titanic. <laughs> like, it's like a tragedy. Like, I don't, like, we would all be in therapy if they won a division. Ugh. So, yeah. like, we should all be rooting against them. Wow. <laughs> you know, crime against nature. The, the lines being in the last place is like a nookie blanket, you know. It's just, like, it's so comforting. Yes, it is. <laughs> it exactly. feels like home. You, you like count them Warm hug. You count on them for two wins a year, and when you, you don't get those two, like the Vikings lost a game to them this year, and it's it's off putting. Yeah, like you're even still if the recovering. Vikings go fourteen and two and win the Super Bowl, I'll still be like, yeah, but we lost a game to the Lions. It's just like not. It doesn't feel good. No. Yeah, they need to be bad. Like yeah. they are the Washington Generals. Like, yes. <laughs> sometimes, like I thought they were due. <laughs> I thought they were due. <laughs> They God. need to lose. Yeah, well, I agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, you seem to be a man who sort of believes in fate. Obviously, you're assuming that the Vikings' fate is to just collapse down the stretch. I mean, the Lions have a rich history of that sort of that sort of stuff. So the only 0-16 team. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope it stays that way. Well, here. Well, with that, we're going to move on to Beefcake, your final drink. Well, Rob, my final drink. I'm as always. I finish with beer. Uh, I'm going to get an, uh, a six-pack for the uh, Minnesota Vikings here. Oh, that's nice. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm going to – I looked this up. It's a, It's actually a brewery out of Washington. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get them Blair's Breakfast Stout. <laughs> um, Kai Forbath was one of three on Sunday. Um, concerned, uh, I think uh, Blair Walsh might be uh, – uh, He's available. He might be available after uh, a missed 54-yard field goal on Monday night yeah, to win the game. Um, you know, it would be the perfect homecoming, I believe. Uh, you know, redemption. It, 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 oh, redemption. Well, I, yeah, redemption. Exactly. You know, he'd only miss a 34-yard th- field goal instead of a 29-yard one this time. Yeah, getting better. <laughs> getting better. So, 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 baby steps. Baby steps. Just to clarify, you're suggesting the Vikings cut Ty Forbath and sign Blair Walsh. That's exactly. Yes, absolutely. Oh, or, no. or trade for him. I think. I think it'd be worth it trade. to give up multiple. A, uh, Think picks second, second for, rounder could get done. <laughs> I, I think maybe two or three second rounders. Throwing a seventh rounder just sure. to be nice, you know. Conditional, uh, sure. Conditional. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't give up the farm. <laughs> right. Well, they learned that with Herschel Walker. Oh <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this situation is uh, similar. Obviously. Oh, I I think oh, even boy. more. I think this could be a the bigger. The stakes are trip. higher. I, I agree. All right. Very good. Uh, let's move on. Professor Pigskin, your final drink. What are you ending things with? Well, I'm also going to end with beer. Smart. I'm going to end with a good call ale. And I'm sending it over hmm. to the one person associated with the Vikings that everyone can agree with. Even 
even even Packers fans can agree is an all time great. Paul Allen. Oh. No! <laughs> no! That's right. Wow. There he is. In in the uh, in the glory. There he is. That's right. Paul Allen is loose. That's right. He's loose. Um. So here's the deal. I. I watched the first half in one location on Sunday, and I, I switched locations for the second half, you know, to keep things, to keep the lock going. And in between, um, I caught a little bit of PA on the radio, and he had maybe the best call of his life. Oh. Which is saying something. Right. That's, because, that's really saying something. Because already twice in the game, the the, the St. Louis Lambs had gotten away with uh, some, fall, some delay of games penalties. And all of a sudden, the you clock was ticking down. Gritty and, place. And Paul Allen called this um, delay of game penalty, and like it's a boring play, right? It's the most boring penalty in the world. Like the clock hit zero, like boring. But he made it sound like the most exciting thing I've ever heard in my life. All right, so I'm going to try to emulate Paul Allen and keep in mind Jeez, that this like, is going to be awful. There's no way that I can capture the the glory of this man, but I will I will and do yet, my best. Here we go. I think it's a thing to point out that good teams don't get delay game penalties so like, <laughs> just to decredit this win some more well, like i well, mean this was like a 0 and 16 operation last year i mean yeah they won like three games but yeah they're terrible I, I, I will just say that this was caused by you know anthony barr showing blitz up the up the double a pressure but then backing off causing confusion and chaos in the lambs offense uh, so anyway, the, the, the clock is ticking down, and Pollins goes, "It's at three. It's at two. Are they going to delay a game penalty? It's a zero. Where's the flag? Where's the yes? Yes, there it is. Delay of game. Yes. No timeouts on the field. It counts. Yes. And for like the most boring penalty in the world, he made it sound like we won the fucking Super Bowl. And so to you, Paul Allen, like. Enjoy this beer. You're the best in the world. Isn't it great that you love your offense so much? You celebrate five yards. There's um, you know, I, like I do this, like that. I do like that call a it, lot. It, sure, it's an inches game. You know? I do feel like there have been more memorable ones, um, just that come to mind. Blair Walsh oh, from no. 27 yards. <laughs> <from> <laughs> <Tash>. <laughs> uh, oh, I feel dirty. Maybe talking. you remember. Oh, this no. I was Are you with Jared or with the, the professor at this <laughs> moment. <laughs> And Every I pretty, time. I pretty much just like licked the tears no! off. And it was pretty great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, just delicious. <laughs> Green Bay won that night too. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> against a bunch of racists too. Ah. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, that was a little fun trip to the bar. God damn it! <laughs> Especially they're they're, they're kicking the professor, the professor out because he's 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 triggered. He's belligerent right now because we've been ragging on. <laughs> How did you turn this against me? <laughs> I'm easily. So high. It's it's That's very high. easy. <laughs> very easy. Well, God bless you for bringing up PA. He's a favorite. Yeah, I love him. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to enter four down territory. It's that part of the show. Yes. So I hope you'll come back with us on Kings of the North. Welcome back to Kings of the North. <laughs> yeah. Crack open a cold one with us. Thanks so much for coming back with us. Uh, we're here. I'm Rob with an H, obviously. We're here with the beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> we're here with the professor of pigskin. That's how he drinks the entire <laughs> beer, by the way. 
<laughs> so goddamn annoying. <laughs> we love you. Also, he drinks it with like this pinky in the air as well. <laughs> Even the hams. And uh, this week we're joined uh, by the sack master. What up? So it's this point in the show that we venture into four down territory. Yes. It is that part of the show, gentlemen. Green Bay did a lot of that this week, too. <laughs> yeah. A lot of four down situations. Oh, no. Very early on, they were in four down territory. So this week, um, we've got a very interesting topic to uh, delve into. Um, this week's topic is how to improve NFL ratings. Yes. Mm. That's right. We have the we have the um, the president tweeting about how NFL ratings are down. <laughs> how do we how do we you know, and obviously he's right. He wouldn't know, be lying about uh, it. No, he's never lied and never will lie. He's <laughs> no. our he's our dear leader. Straight shooter, Spe- especially not on Twitter. No. no, no, Twitter would not allow that. It's on the record. So, how do we how do we get the NFL out of the rut that it's in? All right. So this week, because we're such hospitable hosts. We are going to begin again with the Sackmaster. You have the first overall pick. How would you improve the NFL's ratings? Well, I think this is a pretty easy choice for the number one overall pick. Uh huh. Like, there's this fallacy in the league that all these protests are hurting the NFL. Oh. Well, like, what I've learned from, like, MSNBC and Fox is, like, <laughs> we love tire fires. We love watching cars. Like, Absolutely. Sure. We love watching cars burn on the freeway. Right, like, right. Like, when we drive by. So, I think we need more intense protests. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is this also going to be during the national anthem? Like, burning cars during the national like, anthem? Yes. Like, we Riots. need... Like, there are these people who are saying like Colin Kaepernick like a knee offends them. Well, it's like if they're like hate watching is a thing, and like if the yeah. NFL really wants ratings, like what they'll do is they'll force Colin Kaepernick to get with a team, and like he'll burn a flag every week, <laughs> <laughs> flag a week. <laughs> like you will get like all the military people to just hate watch him yeah. every week. And that'll get everybody else to start watching. And then people will start taking a side, too. Oh, this is good. The ratings will go sky high, though. Yeah, will that's we do great. it this week? Um, well, Fo- not- Fox News would get all over that, that's for sure. Whew. Oh, man. This would be good. we got to send the, the tape of this pod to, uh, to Goodell right to his Bad office. Bad publicity is better than no publicity at all. Yeah. Exactly. And this-, this is, like like I said, tire fires. They help ratings, like controversy, blah, blah, blah. So absolutely, yeah. I love it. That's a great, right. great first overall. Oh. Well, that's hard to that's hard to follow. Professor Pigskin, you're second. Here's the thing. What are you choosing? This this is gonna be a little derivative of last week, and I apologize mm. for that. Um, be a lot. Flip flopper. Flip flopper. But <laughs> besides, I mean, Sack Masters hit a great pick, but I think I have an equally good pick, which is. Is fire Goodell and make Vince McMahon the NFL commissioner. <laughs> All right, we got oh Vince God. in the mix, and he's gonna. Yeah, Vince walks right into Goodell's office and says, "Yar." You play it again. <laughs> exactly, and then he takes over, and now we have like a worldly chaos. Now, like, <laughs> sure. Now, like, teams are playing for like t- to be owners of the league or to like decide matchups, and now he's like, all the things we talked about last week are now uh, in play because Vince is. Leading the league, all right. So Vince McMahon 
NFL commissioner would fix everything. So you really think he would fix everything after putting a league underwater in less than 12 months back in 2000? Maybe he learned from it. Yeah, exactly. I want a guy who's made mistakes and learned from them as opposed to a new fish or like some like fancy lawyer butthead like you know Roger Goodell. So, yeah, Vince McMahon, bring him on. I, I, he has a lot to bring to the equation. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, uh, a coup of Vince McMahon for Roger Goodell. Trading yes. Down. Yes, that would fix everything. <laughs> One for All one. Right, very good. Well, Rob with an H, myself, I have the third overall pick. Mm-hmm. And I've got a number of options. So um, many. Here's what I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to – I wrote this down, and I put it under the heading of innovative penalties. <laughs> so right now – right now, currently – Penalties can be, um, I mean, like a safety. You could get a penalty for a safety. Um, you could get yardage penalties. Sure. Okay. Um, you can get ejected, you know. Basic but, stuff. But yeah. real, I think we should expand the things that y- you can get, the ways that you could be penalized. Okay. And what I'm thinking is that at a certain point, if you do something particularly egregious or like at a certain threshold – Maybe you have to wear, like, weighted pads Ooh. or something like that. <laughs> or maybe when you're on offense, you have to – you have to your ball is, like, slightly greased up or something like that. Sure. I don't know. Just uh, something like that, you know? It's just I a like jumping that. off point. I know. I Ooh. like that. Just this idea that, like, yeah, if you if you make an egregious penalty, you're not only hurting yourself, you're hurting the whole or, team. Or maybe like, yeah. the, the football really For the rest heavy. of the game. Yeah, heavy ball. Yeah, yeah, the medicine football. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like weighs twenty pounds. When you're on offense, you yes. throw like medicine. quarterbacks are throwing their shoulders out trying to complete ten yard passes. Nothing is off limits with this idea. So, oh, I'm and imagine it. just be, being like, what could happen next? Like, what's the next thing that they're going to bring in? Like wacky penalty, you know? So. I think that could increase ratings. That seems like a, a Japanese game show, and I like I hey, mean, in a compliment. Things, I mean, in a good way. Hey, those things get great ratings. Hell yeah! So um, that that's great. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move on to the beefcake. You've got the final pick of first round, and you've got the turn. That's right. Um, okay, so I was thinking Snake about draft. this, and you guys answer me this this one question: What is it that uh, you want to see more of in NFL games? Um, big hits. You got the first word right. You want to see big plays? Yes, that's right. You want to <laughs> sure. see? You want? You, you know what? C plus on that one. Uh, you want to see big Whoa. plays? You yeah. want to see turnovers? You want to see like juggling catches? You want to see you know cool stuff like that? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Okay. So my thought is, before every game, uh, grease the football up. Just oil it up. Like put it in oil and like just like. Like mud and stuff, Crisco? and yeah, just or yeah, Crisco. Make it super slippery. It's gonna fall out of the quarterback's hands a lot more. There's gonna be more fumbles. There's gonna be more like tipped, like like, like the ball is like bouncing around and nobody can catch it, kind of thing. Like more, just, I'm thinking more uh, highlights where they play wacky sacks. Yes, <laughs> yes. No? What? Oh. You know, like <laughs> a lot more of that. That's for sure. Yeah, and like you can get like multiple fumbles on plays where it like it goes back and forth like that's five what you times. Want, huh? Oh yeah, five I want times? yeah yeah I want more of that. Wow, I want more big plays, turnovers. That is a uh, that's a lot of hijinks. You'll, uh, you'll all right. You'll kill Chris Berman's voice with that type of thing. It would he's, be he's gonna go horse in a week. Yeah, it'll be great, and everybody wins. That's what I'm saying. Everybody. Okay, so that's my first pick. My second pick. Um, 
So I, I know I know we were typically talking about TV ratings, but also fan attendance overall is down. Okay. Um, okay. Just throughout the league According because because the uh, apparently the game day experience is not good enough. You know, mm. uh, you you got especially with these flex games late in the season where sure, they're changing sure. times at the last minute. Right. So here's my thought. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've uh, had a great year with uh, expanding the touchdown celebration. Let's bring the fans into it. Allow fans to participate in touchdown <laughs> celebrations. Because that way you pay top dollar for the front row yeah. so that you might get pulled down onto the field or Ooh. something. And you can wow. like – this is good. And you can like – got to be ready. You, you got to be ready. And then they have to tell you like, okay, here's what you're going to do. And, and then do it right away kind of thing. And that would lead into some really cool like – blooper ones where like Absolutely. the fan has no idea what's going oh. on so they totally screw it up green bay oh sure Jeez. oh you see you see with the lambo leap all the time you know where they like grab their junk and stuff like that a touchdown that's great. celebration That's blooper reel sounds amazing yeah it, right yeah, exactly what a cool idea yeah allow the fans to participate in touchdown celebrations pick the drunkest ones of course yeah good all right that's a good pick all right. Um, it's all dead. I've so got far. a. I've got the second pick of the second round. Um, now, what I'm thinking is the NFL maybe less than a lot of other sports. They don't get their mascots involved. Sure. Nearly enough. Oh um, no. And here's what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to combine kind of two ideas. Damn it. One idea that. Well, you don't know that, Professor. What I'm thinking is that kicking has gotten so mundane. I mean, they've oh. kind of brought things. They've kind of brought the extra point. They've they brought it back a little bit, and so that there's the percentages have gone down. But I think to add a little spice to things, what we need is in the middle of the field goal. Let, let's think of it as like a grid, right in the middle or wherever you need. There's a target. <laughs> if you hit that target, you get three points. And not only that, but each team's mascot is hooked up to a dunk tank. <laughs> yes. If you yes. hit it, if you hit it flush, the te- other team's mascot into the dunk tank. Plus, you get the three points. Imagine how excited you would be. <laughs> how how much you would want to watch extra points. Yo, if I was at the game, oh. I would lose my. Oh my How goodness. much would you want to watch extra points? <laughs> oh my god! The most or any kick. It's Let's just best. say any field goal. It's, it's the best beautiful. play of the game. Yeah, if there was like a dunk tank possibility, every single field goal where Count the, and the other team's mascot was involved. <laughs> Count on me. each end. Yeah. On each end. Yes. Yeah, is... Obviously, you'd have to modify the arenas a little bit. It might be tougher in cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I no, think we I could, think it would be better in cold weather. Hypothermia deaths. Hey, you know what? The mascots the are there for the fans. They got to sacrifice too. Uh, you're right. You're anyhow, right. so I thought about kind of combining two ideas there. So anyhow, that's my idea, Professor. What do you got for your second pick? These are hard picks to follow, but I think I have one that was going to satisfy people. We all remember. We all remember playing a little schoolyard football, right? course all right and um if you had an odd number of kids the solution out was to have an all-time quarterback where one person just played quarterback for both oh. teams at all times oh. and oh. i have a solution you can only do this in one game a week but it's a rotating thing where the all-time quarterback for both teams is brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> yep 
No. Do it Monday night. You do it every Monday every night. Monday night. So sure. that John Gruden can call him every time. Ooh, here's the thing. Couldn't it's, it be a you, rotating thing of like NFL legends? Like Peyton Manning or I'm open to know. those ideas, but here's the thing. Beefcake Beef on my in my, my the second half of this idea, whereas <sighs> every NFL game has an all time announcer. Oh, oh, oh wow. You put you put John Gruden in a room full of TVs. <laughs> And every game just has John Gruden talking about whatever he's seen oh on whatever Lord. TV he's looking at. He's like just rotating around and being like, <laughs> so you're watching the Vikings game and Gruden's like talking about how the Browns are doing this. And guess, here's the thing. We all want more turkey holes in our life after his performance a few so weeks many. ago. Absolutely. This is the way to get it. This it's is a turkey-shaped void. If he's watching like every team play every week, talking about it, we're going to get so many turkey hole calls. This is So you have all-time quarterback Brett Favre and all-time announcer John Gruden going <laughs> – Ratings are through the fucking roof. What do you get like four Mississippi? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, but you get three one Mississippi. Blitz. My house is flooded. You get one blitz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. This is, I think, this is. A, they're, they're good friends, and this is beautiful. It's the best idea. After Katrina. <laughs> oh, wow. No. Uh, oh boy. All right. Well. That's a good pick. We're going to uh, we're going to move on to the sack master. You've got the final pick of the second round and the first pick of the third round. All right. Well, this choice for my pick in the second round, I think that the NFL needs to take a page out of golf and baseball. Like I don't like these sports because yeah, they're like really yeah, slow. They're horrible. They're slow, but like every course is different Ooh. okay all right so, yeah i think like the nfl like why does the field have to be 90 or well 100 yards you know 10 yards end zone but like why can't it be like you could have like water hazards sure <laughs> or like each each field's a little maybe some fields are wider than others and stuff like that have, i'm like, into trap that trap doors like Ooh. it could be like yeah there's themed, a lot of difference it could be themed towards this, this thing like the vikings have like like a a robot of Vikings to come out and like capture players, and I don't know. There's other ideas. I like I like this specifically so that the frozen tundra can be frozen oh, all the like, time. It's like, it's more like icy? Smash Brothers yes. levels. You know, <laughs> the level is a factor. I feel like, environmental hazards and stuff like that. Yeah, like I feel like too. Like you could have like water hazards where like you could have like the problem with the NFL is right now you need like just a specific type of guy to be like successful in your yeah. sport. Yeah. Or like you could have like swimmers being like Ooh. like the, oh. <laughs> Michael in the water Phelps hazard is, in, is also yeah. the NFL like, like great. The whole like instead of a right uh, wide receiver, you just have him swim the whole. Like you put one guy over there and he. Swims the whole game into it. Oh man! Wow. Just has to like get his head underwater, and that's like a tackle, or I don't know. Like they just need to jazz it up a little bit, like Stuff that. Stuff the guy's head underwater for a tackle. That's, that'd be just all. Like, I would watch that. This just is like just like in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> this just sounds like, like American Gladiators in the NFL, like met Super Smash Brothers, and it sounds like the best idea. I ever. like it. <laughs> this yeah. is really good. <laughs> all right. This is the best. All right, Sackmaster. That was your second pick. How are you going to lead off? Yeah, how do you follow three? yourself up with that? That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, with the first pick of the third round, I feel like we need some good like mascot battles. Oh. Oh man. Like I Agreed. mean, 
like this is a problem like right now like the nfl is trying to get too corporate too nice like you have all these like stuffy nice mascots sure sure like you need to just like incorporate like violence like we all grew up (laughs) we all grew up in like embrace it yep we grew up in like the 90s where like cartoon animation was like a big deal and like you know like you actually hated the Raiders because they were dirty. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or lo- or loved them. Or, like, lo- or you loved them. Just win, baby. We just need some violence. You know, like, <laughs> you can just, like, have, like, a battle. Like, you know, like a wrestling match, like, every halftime or, like, at the end of every quarter break in the end zone. Like, I just feel like that would add, like, a little bit more of enthusiasm with, like, everyone watching the game. Like, oh, man, like, our guy just kicked it. You know, age out of people. I, or... I I like this idea, and I want to just quick, just shoot in a little quick. It's not even a pick, but just an idea that at the end of each half, the mascots wrestle. Whoever wins it gets the ball at the beginning of the next half. <laughs> like that could be your coin toss. That'd be awesome, yeah. right? Yeah. That'd be great. Sure, sure, yeah. Mascot sure. coin toss. Yeah. Well, you've got a pick coming up here. No, I'm Beef not saying I got better picks than that. Well, okay. Whoa. All right, man. Well, wow. that's, that's a strong twofer right there, Sackmaster. Something to be said for that, yeah. All right. Well, with that, we're going to move on to the professor. Uh, your third pick. All right. So, to fix the NFL ratings, we have to identify one of the worst parts of the NFL, and that would I think we can all agree is like how long challenges take. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You, sure. You watch a couple like nerdy lawyer refs go underneath like a booth. And, like, Challenges, replays, yeah, all the, it's all yeah. Same they thing. They watch like a replay like nine times, and you're like, then get it wrong half the time anyway. They're right. not football guys. No, they're not football guys. They're not not even close. They, all they do is they work the arm. There's no core. There's no legs, and it's bad. Okay. So, how all do you by, fix they're all buys and tries. How do you fix this problem? Let's see. Beefcake gets it. So how do you fix this problem? And it's a pretty easy fix. You look to the second most successful football league of all time, the XFL. <laughs> Jeez, here sure. we go. God. And you combine it, you combine it with maybe a little wheel of fortune action. And ah. so every football game has this giant wheel. And anytime like a coach throws like a challenge flag, or anytime like there's a something contested, whatever, you spin the wheel. I'm thinking the wheel emerges from the center of the field. Yes, and there's fireworks. Yes, there's something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, neon Some lights. Pageantry. How does this shorten the time that we're talking about? <laughs> they do it quickly. I, I'm not looking to get it done fast. I'm, look, I'm looking to get it done good. <laughs> and so instead of instead of looking under the monitor of like a bunch of nerds and looking for facts, I mean, here's what you're doing. You spin the wheel, and each wheel, like, it stops at a point, and you draw a card out of it, and the card has like a the way you're going to decide the challenge. And it can be any Ooh. number of things. It can be things like an XFL style coin flip. It can be like the coach's arm wrestling. It can be like oh. a, a fan hot dog eating contest. I love it. It can be any number of things. Where it's just like I'm sure this will cut time down. Th- 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 again, it's not a about hot dog eating contest. It's not about saving time. It's about making the time good. Okay, so. Yeah. So you're in favor of lengthening the game as long as it's more entertaining. Yeah, like as long as it's not football. What related. would you rather watch? What would you rather watch? Ninety seconds of a ref looking at a video, or like six minutes of like two fat dudes from the stands eating hot dogs? Easy answer to the hot dogs. I disagree. I'd rather the right call and the grittier player win. 
I'd I rather usually, see a tire fire. I usually that take, could be a thing. I usually <laughs> take that. Who can start a better tire fire? That could be one of the things. Now you got me. Now I'm interested. <laughs> just like now that. I'm like, there's so now I'm ma- back. There's so many of these things. It could just be like, I don't know, like a, who has a, the best like cheerleader dance or like what what like player oh. what oh. like really? what like player from like each team can play the best guitar solo. There's and see you lost me there. I go back to the cheerleaders like, and I'm on your board. I was watching the Patriots Baltimore with sure. the professor this week, and like mm-hmm. we saw this like flame in the end zone because it was in Mexico, and we were like, like, oh man, a big like, giant torch, yeah, yeah, like wow, yeah, like that's interesting. Like yeah. I'm, I'm with the prof on this. Yes, that's right, that's right. You take that torch and now you make like players like jump through it, and now you <laughs> and that's besides challenges. That's awesome. It's the ultimate ball don't lie. I, I like the idea of incorporating uh, some sort of synergy between Wheel of Fortune and the NFL, though. <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. Only the if it involves have... cheerleaders. What if, like, what if Fannin was there, too? Let's, let's go. Yeah, absolutely. I'd take Sajak, too, yeah, as part of the deal. I guess. Yeah, sure. yeah, All right. yeah he, he's, he's handsome. Yes, he is. All right. Um, now I've got my third pick. And what I'm thinking is when we're talking about people losing interest, in they, they start watching a game. And then all of a sudden it's a blowout, and they switch the channel. Um, how do we reduce that? Sure. And I think the only way to reduce yeah. that is if the sense is that at any point you could get back into the game very, very quickly. <laughs> Ooh. And okay. so what I'm thinking is that the NFL institutes hotspots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking anywhere between NBA 10 – to thirty point, like if you throw it from this spot or if you start running from this spot, and you, and you make down. it, you are getting this amount of points, or, or maybe kicks too, oh my God. or something. Like, any, if you kick it from way right, you can get like yeah, double and, and obviously you'd have to modify the field, to, sure, or something where you know it really got it really ties into uh, Sackmaster's idea here. There's some synergy going on. Yeah, there, exactly. there absolutely is. Um, and we knew that there'd be some overlap between great minds. Sure, uh, you know, absolutely. But uh, just imagine it being Similar like, minds, maybe. Be, imagine it being like, okay, you're the uh, the Ravens Packers games. Imagine you're down twenty one or whatever it is, but you're thinking, you know what? At any point, there could be some like. Thirty point spot. Yeah, that you never know. Shows yeah. up on the field. That you it's throw, like, hey, you, you throw take like a, a forty yard touchdown. You take and it you a, you, forty points, or, or it could show up anywhere. It could even show sure. up. You know, you make it to the red zone. All of a sudden, it shows up. And it's like, whoa, holy shit! <laughs> and <laughs> maybe just, we could have some sort of algorithm where the the farther down you are, the more likely it is that you're getting uh, like the Mario big Kart. Play. Like Mario just Kart. Just to even things out and just to a little blue shell action. It's Absolutely, just a progressive jackpot. Progressive jackpot. Yeah. Or maybe this idea we, that... Like, the technology is out there to do this. Oh, I, I'm... I'm well, I'm, I'm going to go up. It's like this idea that, like, on fourth down, if you stop them, you get points from that, maybe, or something like that. <laughs> you have a pick. I know, and uh, these are, and my picks are way better than this, trust me. <laughs> I don't think these so. These are the best picks. I'll be honest All right, you. well, you know what? Why don't you prove it right Proof now? Proof is in the pudding right well, now. Why don't you prove right. it right now? You've got two picks in a row. All right. Picks don't lie. So, you know... Uh, Unlike the professor who wants to lengthen the game, a lot of people Hot think that contest. the um, the the game is a little too long Good at this idea. point. So my uh, third pick is to actually shorten the play clock to about 15 seconds. Oh. Wow! Instead of 40, 
It goes down to 15. I, yeah, that's right. That's right. Just, yes. Everyone's got to hurry. Yeah. That's literally one of my ideas. <laughs> yes. Yes. He peeked over his shoulder when I used Yes. Oh, man. Um, cheated. I just love this idea. If only for, like, fourth down and kicking situations specifically. Because, like, if you want to kick a field goal, you either got to take a timeout or you got to, like, move your move your butt and, like, know what's going on. Like, you only have 15 seconds to get yourself set before you snap snap the ball. Like, yeah. in a pressure situation, that those those section those seconds can easily like wane off. Plus, sure, 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 sure. like you have more chances of catching the defense in a weird position or the offense. Like, there's a lot more like uh, possibilities of like screwing up, I guess, oh, and sure. not getting the call right, which leads to big plays like turnovers. Okay. So that would be that would up the ante quite a bit. No kidding. Absolutely. Plus, it would keep the action going. You know, make it a little quicker for some of the keep more. Keep the novice. action moving. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. All right. Well, now it's time for you to get your final pick in. How are you going to finish things off? I'm going to go audience participation again. <laughs> um, so with my second pick, I talked about the audience in the stadium. For my fourth pick, I'm going to talk about how the audience at home can participate. Oh, I like this idea where the NFL, the NFL on if it's fourth and short, the league can say, "Okay, we're going to stop the game and let people call in to decide if they Vote? should go for it or oh. not." I think it's wow. a cool. I think it's a great idea to have the fans get some input on what their team, and not just fourth down. What it connected. You know, Whatever, maybe it's a big call, like, oh, what's he going to do here? Is he going to kick the field goal, or is he going to punt it, or something You know, something like that? Where do you draw the line where they don't get to decide? Well, I don't stuff? know. That's, that's, that's particulars for the league to figure out. But just the sure. idea that they can say, hey, we're going to stop this game, let the audience at home call in or text in or whatever it is what if, tweet and stuff what if everyone had like a madden style playbook at home they could like wow. pick the play every single play you get a flea flicker like 50 percent of the time <laughs> absolutely <laughs> never be a punt they do like two calls like this in the pro ball like every year so i think this could actually work yeah the, the infrastructure is there you're right you're right definitely right sack master so that's my final pick that's pretty cool Get the fans more involved. Every, every There's a disconnect, isn't there? There is a disconnect, and that's going to keep more people interested in the game either way. All right. I think you're on to something. All right. My final pick, then. Uh, I've got a number of different things. Um, but Must be nice. I think what I'm going to say, though, is what I'm thinking is that the NFL is just – it's just str- and when you watch the NFL, it's just strewn with advertising. Uh, oh. Everything is, is – corporate sponsored Uh-oh. and what i think needs to happen is instead of just doing it by name where just everything is sponsored you need to start incorporating this stuff into the actual product so what i'm thinking <laughs> oh is boy. that we get nerf to sponsor Ooh. become a sponsor of the nfl and certain games they switch over to the vortex football <laughs> oh, oh my gosh <laughs> the one awesome. that you could throw like as a kid I could throw it probably like 75 yards. <laughs> I threw one 90 yards once. Yeah, that's right. And well, yeah, then and you I had the one that had like the little whistles on the side yeah, too. Like, oh, <laughs> like music guys, to my ears. These guys would be able to like throw it out of the stadium. Yeah. 
Imagine how cool that would be. In 1998, imagine how cool field goals would be. A ball 120 yards. Which, again, this plays right into uh, the Sackmaster's idea of like adaptable fields. Now that like, you have like a 200 yard field, now this thing's in play. I just think it would be awesome. This is good. If, they, if, you had a, if at any point you could throw a ball like into the end zone, <laughs> any point, just like Tecmo, it basically <laughs> turned it into Tecmo. <laughs> <laughs> Where at any point you could throw the entire length of the field. <laughs> Only four plays. Absolutely. And I, you know, if you're gonna have corporate sponsorship, you might as well, you know, make make lemonade out of lemons. That's what I say. That's right. Anyhow, let's move on to the professor. Okay. So let's all be honest here. The most entertaining time we've ever had watching football is when we're watching a college football overtime game. Where you get the ball at not tw- true. Where you get the ball at the twenty yard line and this like score as many touchdowns as you can until the other team can't score. Alright, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get rid of <laughs> we're gonna get rid of kickoffs. We're gonna get rid of, you know, things like sixty percent of the field. Gone. Eighty percent of the field. There's you got a twenty yard field and a and a ten yard end zone, and that's it. And you get the ball at the twenty yard line and you know what? We're playing first to fifty. <laughs> that's it all right and so you're, you're always you're always in the red zone you only have one first time to marker to worry about so you don't have to worry about all these like measurements and, and that bullshit you don't have to worry about like running plays that's between him. the 10 yard line and the in the other like, 30 yard line not to worry about like punting you know you know we're just let's just play God, this, play. this is the worst idea First I've ever to 50. heard in my entire life. Have you watched a college football overtime game ever? I have. It's and the no, best. No, it's so good. No, it's like everyone's always in the... Uh, you're always in like... Uh, ah! I've never seen you like this, it's, Professor. I agree with you, Prof, actually. It's, it's so good. It's so good. No, no, no. You're destroying the heart of the game, oh, which is yeah. you know b- the between the 30-yard lines... Um, that's where the real game happens. Look, and then, um, <laughs> not only that, you're also, again, lengthening the game, which no, I thought not. was the whole... You're shortening it by Please, a month. 50? You could start, like, you should just yeah, have Yeah, but you start the, at the 20-yard line. No, you should start at, like, the three and a half. Look, that's cool. No, that's cool, too. Here's the thing. Is I want, like, some, like, at least, like, some passing plays that, like, go more than three yards. You know, so that's cool, too. Three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so you want non-Vikings football. <laughs> wow. Wow, Ooh. cheap shot. You know what? Case Rays has something to say about that. Here's, here's what I'll say. You, you shit on this idea, but had the Packers' offense started on the 20-yard line last week, they would have scored at least three points. Oh. Oh. I don't know about that. Oh. Yeah, I, I second that. I'm not sure. It's true. Yeah. I think they would have got a lucky field goal one time. I mean, I saw that Doink it pick in. in the end zone. I mean, uh. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, if you guys keep the field goal on first down every time, you might be in it. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, maybe if... Only had some orange. Yeah, right. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm just saying. Next cut week, out, cut out the chaff, cut out the punting, cut out the like the get seven first downs. No field position. You're cutting uh, out field position from the game of no, football. I'm that making, sounds horrible. I'm making field position awesome all right. always. All right, all right, all right. Let's agree to disagree. I'm right though. <laughs> all right, the final pick of this week's four down territory goes to the sack master. All right. Well, I mean, I've had like two picks stolen in the last round. That's and, rough. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I'll go with something everyone can agree with. We just need Brett Favre back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yes. So, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, either put him Do in the, we? 
Oh, that went. That wins the whole thing right there. You, we had almost twenty years of him. I God mean, Almighty. Twenty more. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so Woo! yeah, like if you're the NFL, like I don't care if it like you do an all-time quarterback or like I really want him. Like just have like a reunion with him, like for two years. I know John Madden maybe has like Alzheimer's now, but like <laughs> just have him. <laughs> <laughs> just have him like and John like finally do it. That'd be great. Uh, Everyone would be into it. Yeah. I would tune in. Yeah, the original power couple right there. Exactly. So I mean, I mean, who doesn't love Brett Favre? I mean, we all know Jen does, but never mind. <laughs> oh man! Let's go. Beefcake is on the floor right now. This just, is this is too much. I'm loving everything. It's Florida. I am loving every second of this. Oh my goodness! Oh, man. Wow. Well, oh. that would certainly bring in the viewers. Well, I think we've definitely given Roger Goodell a lot, of, or Vince McMahon in the future when he gets overthrown. That's right. That's right. I think we've given him a lot of ideas and a lot of jumping off points. We're sending it in tomorrow. And I assume he listens. I have, I have he, it on he's good a friend, friend of the program. I have it on definitely. good authority that he listens. He's yep, a regular. Yep. He's ear to the ground. All right. Well, very good. Thank you so much for your picks, gentlemen. That was a lot of fun. Now we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to take a stroll down memory lane. We're back on Kings of the North. <laughs> Thanks for coming back with us. This is Rob with an H. I'm here with Professor Pigskin. Oh, hi, everybody. We're also here with the Beefcake. Oh, yeah. And joining us this week, the Sackmaster. Boom. (laughs) And uh, at this point in the show is where we take a stroll down memory lane. And this week, we're going to... um, you know what? Instead of giving any sort of exposition with things, I'm just going to hand it over to the professor. I'm just going to let him take it. Go ahead. Okay. So as mentioned previously, Sackmaster and I have quite the history. Um, before I knew and hated Beefcake as like my Green Bay Packers friend of me, Sackmaster was there first. He this was, was there from early on. This was about like 8 BB or... Before beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> official. That's an official. That's how we. Right that's there. how we differentiate yes. things around here. Yeah, that's that's, that's right. Great. Um, at least eight, maybe. Who, who can count? Not me. And Sackmaster <laughs> um, and I, the foundation of our friendship was built on like hating each other's teams. Like that's mostly what our, we know each other for. Yeah, I mean, like, we just have a contrarian relationship. Like, in junior high, I was chubby. You were, like, um, like concentration scam. <laughs> you can play the xylophone on my ribs, yeah. Yeah, so basically, like, you know, yeah, like, you were a Vikings yeah. fan, I was a Packer fan. It was an opposite to track situation, I yeah. think that's what we can say. You're... I mean, I'm attractive now. You're also attractive. What up? Yeah. <laughs> I like that beefcake, ugly piece of. Please, professor played wide receiver and uh, um, sack master played a real man's position at linebacker. I didn't play football. <laughs> didn't play. A bas- little basketball. grittier. His mom was afraid. Tougher. I have, a nice, I have a nice hook shot though. Um, 
I think one thing that, though that we both had in common is we both loved mock drafts. Um, and there's a little. Oh Master and I got in trouble a lot in high school. Or not, not in trouble because our teacher doesn't care. But people made fun of us, which is worse. We got made fun of a lot because we'd like sit in the middle of class and like make mock drafts. So um, you're nerds. I was oh, so yeah. excited about getting Kenny Penny. Peterson in the third round. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, we would yeah. Do, we'd go like three or four <laughs> oh rounds. Oh my be, god! You know, in the back of English class, like if you're like, you know, yes! your, your normal students like playing paper scissors rock or like passing no, notes. You mean rock paper scissors like a real person? Or or like you know like like probably like sneaking duck duck probably like sneaking like drinks from gray dude flask or something like gray that. Goose. Uh, Sack Master and that. I, we were just like doing like four round mock drafts. Like we, oh. did, we had like eight versions. We were like we were Mal Kiper before Mal Kiper was a thing. You know, we we went deep no, into. We're, that's ridiculous. Like play Pokemon like a normal human being. I mean, that's Mal cool too. Has been around a long time. <laughs> we were Not before him. We were about twenty before our B Kiper. BK. He might do like two, he back then. He do like two mock drafts. <laughs> Zach Mess and I, we had like nine. <laughs> it was like twice a week we did a mock draft. Oh my like god. Like multiple rounds deep. Uh, and yet I your fantasy like... teams are awful. Oh! Uh, his team just beat mine, actually. This is rough. I'm first in two leagues right now. Damn. Wow. Yeah, take that, Kuiper's Rob with an H. Nice for you, at least. But back then, Kuiper was doing like two mock drafts uh, this summer. We were doing like nine, so, you know, fuck you, Mel Kuiper. Um. <laughs> He has really hey, nice word, words we all words we all speak by. All right, right. I don't know what what do you what do you got, Sackmaster? I don't know. Like our friendship goes back quite a ways. Like I think one of my favorite moments with you was like in about like 2003. Like you came over to like watch the NFL draft <laughs> yep. and like yikes. Yeah, this is a thing. Yikes. <laughs> Like, before you came to my place, like, you thought you were at my place, but oh. you walked into, like, this random house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> my dad dropped me off at the wrong house, and I I didn't pay attention. Like, you are really lucky, like, no one exercised their First Amendment rights. Like, if it was 2017, you Or, second, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, it fir- first in our Wisconsin hearts. First plus one. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, like, if it was 2017... You would have been shot. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like you would not be here right now. Yeah, like you're right. If if I walked in like the pull of sausages house, but instead of <laughs> you're dead, yeah. you're here, you're, there's no way. <laughs> dead on the floor. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I want to bring one thing up, but it hurts me too. But there's there's one thing that if you ever trolled me good, it was right after the the 2000 uh, NFC NFC Championship game. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. Like, I after that forty-one donut game, oh. I made your mom some cookies and then put like, like the being a professor runs in your genome. Yes, because my mom, my mom was a teacher. Yeah, sure. so I made her some cookies and then I gave you like a nice picture of Carrie Collins in your locker that night. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember walking to school. So Carrie Collins is the quarterback for the New York Giants. For those of you who aren't keeping track at home. Um, and the Panthers. <laughs> and the Panthers. And I walked to school the next day. The day after the Super Vikings Bowl got winning, the 41 Collins. to 0. And I walked up in my locker, and like there's like a bunch of people like around it kind of smiling. And I'm, like, I'm expecting to get like kind of messed with because sure. I was known as 
even back then, I was the professor of football, and I was the the resident Vikings fan. People were kind of like looking at me, like kind of like, "Ooh, something's gonna happen." I was like, "Oh boy." You became sick like after every Vikings loss. Like you skipped like three Mondays that year. That that happened after the heat of the what game? Actually, I did wow. skip that game. <laughs> Good old Chris Dishman. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, but I opened up my locker, and for some reason, you had. A framed picture of Kerry Collins, the the Giants quarterback, and you put it in my locker because you knew my locker combo because I don't know how. But I remember looking at it being like, what the fresh hell is this? And I kicked it, and I was like, really, that's that's triggered as hell. He's a good-looking dude. Sure. No, he looks like shit. (laughs) He's He's a real beefcake. You must have had someone in your locker, though. Who did you have? Brad Johnson? Oh, I love Brad Johnson, but he put the Kerry Collins in my locker. That's the thing. He trolled the hell out of me. I don't know who I had in my locker. Probably, I don't know, Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions or something. That was weird. No, you didn't. I'm pretty sure Mrs. Professor wouldn't allow that. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. No, she wouldn't. Oh, man. Um, I don't know what to say. There's there's so much. There's too much to go over, but uh, the only the, the only things that are, I'll never forget about you is like, Eating all those nacho platters and the time you sprayed me with champagne after the Packers won the Super Bowl, allegedly. Yep, love it. Yeah, like good old fourth quarter, like minute forty-ish left. Jared Bush deflecting that pass. Uh, you were trying wow. to troll me wearing black and yellow, black and yellow, <laughs> but it was all about green and gold or green and yellow, Even green that. and yellow. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that's that. Fantastic. I forgot that was, I forgot that's what I was wearing. That was that's right. Yeah, but Chrome got the last. La- I mean, <laughs> Sackmaster got the last laugh, and he shook a bottle of champagne. Champagne and sprayed it all over me. Well, I'm sure you're looking for redemption, and I'm sure this year you're obviously. Oh, you better get ready. Your hopes are as high as ever. We all know how this story is going to end with Jer uh, or with the professor <laughs> crying. <laughs> with professor. <Or> <laughs> Blaming coaching yeah. or kicking or like the officials, you know, the officials are in there too. Time Blaming zone somebody. changes. Obviously. Check, check, check. <laughs> All right, check. All right, well, that was fun. When, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up. Stick with us, Kings of the North. Thanks so much for joining us on Kings of the North. We're going to wrap things up here. What a week it's been. Um, We've had highs. We've had lows. Sure have. And we thank you for joining us on all of the twists and turns. Um, Looking ahead, uh, let's quick give some uh, on-the-record predictions that we will hold you to if you're wrong. Um, Let's first talk about Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving tradition of Detroit hosting. I love that. The Vikings are playing at Detroit Go on the record. Let's start with Professor Pigskin. What do you have? Easy victory for the Vikings. Beefcake? Uh, the Lions have been a thorn in the Vikings' side the last couple of years. I think the Lions steal one in overtime. All right, Sackmaster? You know, I think the downfall for the Vikings' season is going to be So I think the Vikings are going to win this game and lose like five straight. Wow. Love it. Okay. Wow. Okay. So here we are. Here we are. One more win, and then they're going downhill. So okay. you said last week. Week Every week they're going to say that. 
Every week they're going to say it's the beginning of the end next week. Right. All right, let's move on. The Packers are going to uh, – they're playing the Steelers. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, Professor, who do you have? I mean, the Steelers need an amazing team at the Vikings. So they're obviously going to destroy. Leave no shred of doubt in a complete blowout of the New York Packers. All right, Beefcake, this is going to be tough for you. Um, I'm still taking. I'm, I'm taking Green Bay. I really do think trap game. I think Brett Hundley's got a fire in him. I, I, I think. Uh, I, I think Green Bay bounces back. I think they bounce back. I think it's going to be a very close game, but I, I think uh, Green Bay bounces back. He's got that fire down below. I agree. Exactly. <laughs> no. I think Green Bay is going to definitely cover. <laughs> I'm looking at the line right now, and it's 14 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, I think maybe we just leave it at that then. All right. Oh, yeah, the final game oh, in the man. NFC North. Um, this, I think finally we have a game that we all can agree on. Uh, the Bears are traveling to Philadelphia on Sunday. Oh, my God. Um, you want to talk about a line? Oh, my God. Let me just ask this. Does anybody <laughs> does anybody not think that the Bears are going to, are going to get destroyed? Do you have a – whoa, whoa, Professor. The Bears are going to beat the Eagles. Oh, oh no. On the record. To bring the Eagles to 8-2. Tied with the Vikings, and the Vikings uh, march towards home field advantage begins next week. Let's go! So, so put it on record. Put, put it on the record, now, baby. On the oh record. my God! Bear okay, down. Let's oh, go. Let's kiss them titties. Let's go, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I can't believe that we're turning to the beefcake to be the voice of reason. But go ahead. Are Who you kidding me? Carson Wentz, MVP. Eagles pull him out. Okay. All right, Sackmaster. Um, I'm going to have to say I think the Bears are going to be slaughtered. But, you know, it's okay, though. Like, you just got to expect this sometimes. Yeah, I think you do. What's I think you outsmarted place? yourself here, Professor. But no? No? Nope. Let's, let's find out. Let's If you if they if the Bears end up winning, you're going to obviously be just eating crow up the wazoo next week. So, Let's uh no, that remains no, to be no. fe- that remains to be seen. Let's uh, see what happens. And uh, until next week, let's uh let's thank everyone. Um, thank you. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Yes, we're thankful uh, for you listening. Or if you're listening after Thanksgiving, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I'm thankful for all of you. I'm oh. thankful for you, Beefcake. Why don't you go ahead and sign off? Um, that's a bad idea. Okay. Um. I'm not <laughs> thankful for either of these losers. Um, I certainly am thankful for the Sackmaster because uh, here yeah. begins the remainder of our season. I come and, in goodwill. Uh, it's going to be one that we all remember. So until next time, thank you guys for joining us. Kings of the North.